Hello, I'm David Plott, MLEX's Managing Editor for Asia, based here in our bureau in Hong Kong. If you're new to MLEX's ongoing podcasts, a very warm welcome to you. If you've listened to our podcast before, welcome back. Today we're headed to Japan. Now, Japan was once at the cutting edge of industrial development, but times have changed. In Japan, as in other major economies, manufacturing is in decline, and the knowledge economy and big data are taking on a greater role as drivers of growth. The increasing importance of the digital economy has great potential to propel Japan into a new phase of expansion. But that shift is not without its complications. An important report released by the Japanese government just last week raised the curtain on some of those issues. Here with me today to talk about the challenges that big data poses for Japan is MLEX correspondent Toko Sekaguchi. Welcome to this podcast, Toko. Thanks, David. Toko, this new report by the Japan Fair Trade Commission identifies a number of concerns around data and the digital economy. What are the key issues at stake here? Well, David, with the growth of AI, artificial intelligence, and IoT, Internet of Things, and other data technology, collection and analysis is becoming widespread and integral to businesses, which raises the issue of fair and open use of data and the need to update antitrust policies to prevent a handful of companies from controlling access to huge and or essential data. There's also the antitrust aspect of the network effect. And this is when more users generate more data, which uh, leads to improved services through deep learning and other artificial intelligence technology, in turn attracting more users. Now, this is a positive cycle for big platformers, but it also raises the bar for new market entrants. So basically, those are the main issues. Okay, the JFT's research panel released its report on June 6th. What, exa- what exactly does it say? So this report comes from the research branch of the GFTC, which has been discussing this big data antitrust issue since January. And the report states that the uh, oligopoly isn't illegal per se, but problematic if dominant companies practice unfair data collection or data hoarding. And these include abuse of superior bargaining position demanding companies to give up data, and that's big companies Uh, demanding contracting smaller companies to give up data in return for certain contracts. Um, It also includes collection of data in violation with Japanese laws, such as the privacy law or the telecom law, for users who are locked in into certain platform services. It also includes denying competitors access to data previously open for anti-competitive purposes and tying purchases of data sets to analytics or demanding exclusive data access in exchange for analytics services. Those are really the key things the report looks at. Okay, looking at those uh, uh, competition-related data issues that the report sheds light on, how might they affect merger reviews in Japan? The rise in M&A cases involving data companies have been leading to the need to study data 
uh, volume and quality, which includes scarcity, interchangeability, and merger reviews. And the report outlined that the social media services like Facebook or Twitter that don't necessarily charge their users for their services will still fall under the category of markets when being reviewed for merger control. And one data-specific issue that the report raised is the level of privacy as a possible competition factor among platformers and social media services. Now, this was played out in the EU when Microsoft purchased LinkedIn or Facebook did uh, WhatsApp. And merger conditions in the future may include providing the same level of privacy protection. Possible changes in merger review requirements were also outlined in the report. Uh, currently, merger review requirements are based on the size of domestic sales, but under these current rules, companies with huge data value that may not possess large domestic sales fall through the cracks. Okay, aside from merger reviews, what are some of the other uh, competition issues raised by the JFTC in this report? Japan's antitrust regulators have been looking into competition issues in big data and digital platforms, conducting independent and cross-agency studies since last year. And some of the reasons for this is, number one, the surge in e-commerce, which is a global phenomenon, uh, across the board push by the Shinzo Abe administration to bring data econ economy to the forefront and keeping up with global antitrust trends as multinationals' practices are challenged by regulators and courts outside of Japan. And uh, Japan, the Japanese government has been promoting uh, AI, IoT in all sectors, which include transport, medical, agricultural, manufacturing. And with it, there's the need to update Japan's competition policy thinking on big data generated by these new technology. And of course, the government is concerned over the dominance of GAFA, which are Google, Apple, Facebook, Amazon. Given all of the concerns raised in the report, uh, what exactly is the JFTC doing or considering doing? So in the last year or so, they've been taking some actions. Uh, number one was uh, last year, last October, I believe, they created a tip-off hotline for e-commerce and digital platform antitrust violations, and they've received about 50 tips in the six months since they've created the hotline, which is not a negligible number. Um, the JFTC also investigated Amazon Japan's price parity clause in their third-party vendor contracts. And price parity clauses uh, is uh, something that uh, is in was in a contract between Amazon and their third-party uh, sellers. And they tied the vendors on its marketplace platform to sell products at a price no higher than than they do on their rival sites. And in Japan, those sites are places like Rakuten. Now the probe was withdrawn after Amazon earlier this month volunteered to remove that and a selection parity clause from their contract. But uh, this was the first time that the JFCC looked into price parity uh, clauses. And in the annual merger report released yesterday, it discussed e-commerce merger reviews and raised questions such as the interchangeability of printed books and electronic books. And in the review, the JFTC determined that e-books and paper books are currently not competitive and uh, they 
they exist in separate markets, but they also noted that this could change as technology and market conditions change, and so they kept that open to uh, future future discussions in terms of what their judgment might be. Now, um, some of the other interesting tidbits that were raised in the report includes uh, data portability, and um, the Japanese government is debating if Japan should also adopt data portability, which is where individuals have control of their own personal data in accessing and moving and copying, transferring um, their own personal data from one company to another, and it's been adopted in the EU. The JFTC report recommended or suggested that this was a, a, a better form to take in terms of um, big data um, antitrust um, perspective, but for now the Japanese government has decided to postpone adopting its own version of data portability because businesses uh, said that it would be too complicated to sort out and might impede the growth of data economy. Um, the report also raised the topic of digital cartels and this is where uh, businesses utilize AI technology to study competitors and set their prices competitively. And the fear is that if competing businesses use machines to determine the best price, they may all end up settling at a similar price range. Or worse yet, they might have no incentive to lower prices at all because what a machine does is it, it picks up all the information available to set the best price and if your price will be beat instantaneously then there's really no incentive to use price as a, a competitive age. So the question becomes should cartel like outcome without intent because machines have no intent should they be treated as violation of antitrust? Experts say we're not quite there yet, but the JFTC's report does acknowledge these issues. So it seems this is just the tip of the iceberg. As technology and big data business models become increasingly sophisticated, regulators will need to keep pace. The JFTC has plenty on its plate right now in this area, and it'll certainly have plenty to think about going forward. Toko, thanks very much for shedding light on this emerging area of regulation in Japan. We'll be looking forward to more coverage of these important developments in the regulatory landscape around big data and the challenges they bring. Thanks again. Thank you, David. If you'd like to read all our reporting on Japan's big data challenge, you can find it on our website. Head to mlexmarketinsight.com, click on Insight Center, then click on Editor's Picks. I'm David Plott. Thanks very much for joining us today, and be sure to drop by again soon for another in MLEX's ongoing series of podcasts.